Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Yo, 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 everybody. Keith Ferrante here, Emerging Profit Podcast. Hope you're doing good. You are enjoying your day and you are hungry to go to the next level in your journey to the office of the prophet. I hope you're on here thinking, maybe, maybe I could be a prophet. Maybe I am a prophet. I I don't know if I'm a prophet, but I'd sure like to find out what my prophetic destiny is. Wherever you're at on this journey, I, I want you to believe that God wants to actually do something powerful through you guys. I was just reading Ephesians 4 and I thought it was just so great to get this revelation. There, uh, To each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. That's why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. Like, like so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people. I want you to see this, guys, that the prophets, they are grace from Jesus himself given to the body of Christ to equip the body. Like, I want you to start seeing yourself as someone that is a gift from God to others. You're not a gift for yourself. Your gift is not about you. Your gift is for others. It's there to equip others, to bring breakthrough to others. And you are literally a gift from God. What does that mean? You, you yourself, if you're a prophet, You yourself are grace. Your life, your speaking, your walking and talking with people releases into them a piece of Christ. That you are a, Christ himself gave gifts to men. So you as a prophet are a piece of Christ. This is an awesome opportunity God has given us. It's a place where we should be very humble in it, but it's a place that we should also make sure to walk in our authority. We should we should make sure to embrace it. Don't be falsely humble, guys. Don't be, don't resist it. Or don't be overly wild by it. Don't try to be all competitive with it. Like be humbly powerful with your prophetic calling because you release grace wherever you go. Why do you release grace? Because you are a representation of Christ, your walk with God, your walk with Jesus, the overflow of that is the grace you're equipping the saints with. The overflow of your love for him and his love for you, his love that has captured you, is what flows out and equips the saints to be mature and complete, not lacking anything, like to be fully operating in Christ's DNA. But I want you to see one of the things that you do when you are representing Christ is, and and we've been speaking the last last, uh, few podcasts out of the New Covenant Prophets book that I wrote a couple years ago, which is the values for a new generation of emerging prophets. We're speaking out of this book. We're We're gonna speak out of chapter four. New Covenant Prophets call things into existence. I love this. Romans 4, 17, this is where we get this from. I've made you a father of many nations, it's written. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. 
the God who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. Listen, this, this passage, Romans 4.17, was talking about Abraham. And that's what God was saying to him. I made you a father, Abraham, of many nations. He's our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. Listen, Abraham was called a father of many nations when it was impossible for him to be a father. It was absolutely impossible for him to be a father, but yet Father God called him, you're going to be a father of many nations. Abraham, that's what that means. Abraham, father of many nations. And Abraham, what did he do? He believed God. And God brought it into being. Like, guys, it was not there at all. Abraham was, had his, he was not able to have a child. Sarah was not able to have a child. They had this promise for God. But he believed when God says, you're going to be a father of many nations, that he would have a child. He calls things that are not as though they are. This is the role of the new covenant. This is one of the roles of the new covenant prophet. I love this. I absolutely love this one. Your job is not to say things are dead. Remember Ezekiel? As God showed him these bones, all these dead bones. Can these bones live, son of man? Ezekiel 37, 3. And Ezekiel said, Oh, sovereign Lord, oh my word, only you know. He, he was like, he didn't want to take ownership of that one. He wasn't this man of faith in that time. Yes, of course they can live, God. What, what were the bones that he was talking about? He was talking about Israel. He was talking about Israel in their journey. It wasn't like they weren't actually physically dead, but like the, it looked like no hope for them. No hope that they'd be serving God. They'd be doing everything God wanted them to do. And, and what, did, what did God tell Ezekiel? Hey, I want you to call these bones to life. I want you to prophesy that they will have breath enter them. I want you to prophesy they'll have flesh come on their bones. I want you to prophesy to Israel, whose hope is gone, that God will give you hope again. That's what it means to call things that are not as though they are. Sometimes we seem so spiritual when we come to somebody. I hear prophetic people do this all the time. Oh, you know what? The Lord showed me you were going through a dark trial, brother. The Lord showed me there's darkness coming over this nation. The Lord showed me the bad that you have been operating in as a person. Guys, that is not calling the things that are not as though they are. That's just speaking to the obvious. That's just saying, oh yeah, look at those bones. Can you imagine like this skeleton, literally like this skeleton? You come into this cave and there's a skeleton there. And you're like, yep, there's them bones. I'm a prophet. Look at them bones. Those are bones. I declare out that those bones are good and dead. There's a big old darkness all over those bones. It's death warmed over. <laughs> I'm kind of being funny. Can't you catch the humor in it? Isn't that sound ridiculous? But isn't that what we do sometimes when we look at a person? Oh, yeah. Don't look very good over you. I had someone give me a word the other night. I, I'm able to see extract the good out of it but it was like you know what i saw you going up this dark mountain i mean they were painting the doomsday and there's not much life as you're going up this dark mountain and the the, the trail is super sketchy there's not a whole there's not trees it's dark and there's this and god's gonna transform this mountain as he transforms you and i knew what that what that spoke to i could see the redemption through it but the way that they said it was not very redemptive. 
They were just prophesying doom and gloom. And man, it's tough, Keith. And there's not a whole lot of life around you. Come on, guys. New covenant prophets call things into existence. They call things that are not as though they are. Anybody can say, you're a sinner. Look at what Ananias had to do with Paul. Ananias had to, had to come and he, he needed a little confirmation from the Lord. God, God, you want me to go prophesy over Paul? Saul, who was Paul? Man, I heard all the bad stuff. Yeah, I want you to go and prophesy over him his destiny. Can you guys, can you guys see yourself going and prophesying over the next Saul who will become the amazing apostle Paul? Instead of like, oh man, uh, I got to tell you pastor. I got to tell you church leader. I got to tell you person, stay away from that person over there. They're bad news. Oh, I'm getting discernment. I'm picking up. Watch out for them. They're bad news. No, come on. Don't speak the obvious. Of course, without Christ, all of us are bad news. We were all sinners without Christ. The very nature of salvation is prophetic. And that's where we're supposed to operate. That God, while we were sinners, he died for us. He saw the good in us while we were a sinner. And we got to see the good in others. Instead of saying, oh yeah, watch out, brother. Can you see the good? Do you guys think anybody remember that old, that old classic book, The Cross and the Switchblade? David Wilkerson, he goes to the gangs in New York and he meets Nikki, I think a Nikki Cruz, and Nikki's the bad guy. And, and David sees the good in him. He even has him take up the offering in one of his meetings. And he knows that most likely everyone's like, he's going to run off with the offering. We're going to take the offering. That guy's going to run off with it. But you know what happened? David said, you're going to take up the offering. And then what happened to Nikki? He actually ended up bringing the offering back. Because when you start believing in someone, you know what? Yeah, everyone else calls you a gangster. Everyone else sees you're bad. I see the good in you. And what happens? The good starts coming out of him and he became a mighty man of God, Nikki did. Like that's what a prophet does. They call the things that are not as though they are. It's like what Barnabas did. Barnabas could see in Paul. Ananias could see in Paul. There's potential there. And Barnabas could see it to the point where he went to the apostles and says, I see the good in Paul. He's become a radical believer. Even though he was just probably a week or two radically saved. He's like, there's good in that guy. There's good in Barnabas. There's good in Paul. And we need to see the good in him. And then what happened? The apostle said, okay, Barnabas, you're an encouragement. You're the son of encouragement. If you say there's good in him, then we're going to trust you. Guys, there's certain times where I will not see the good in someone. And one of my prophet friends will be like, Keith, I believe in them. Or vice versa. I'll see the good in someone and someone else will be like, nope, no, no good in them. And then... You go a little ways along and eat, and I am like, oh my word, there is good in them. Or the person I'm believing in that someone else doesn't believe in, like all of a sudden the others are like, oh wow, we need to utilize that person. He's become effective. See, that's, that's what prophets do. You call the things into existence that are not there. I mean, what do you think happens in 1 Corinthians 14 when, they, when it says there will, be, there will be unbelievers come in? as you're prophesying, and they'll fall on their face, convicted. Why are they convicted? Because they're all of a sudden seeing their destiny. You're spotting their destiny, and they'll fall down on their face, and they'll acknowledge God is in the room. Why are they acknowledging God is in the room? Because someone saw and called into existence the thing that was not, and made it so. Like all of a sudden, the sinner saw that his potential, uh, his potential, 
Guys, I remember I, I, this, 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 uh, this principle in action into my, in, in my life, like Chris Valentin prophesied over me 20-some years ago. He said, Keith, I see the grace of a teacher over you. And I thought to myself, I, was, I, I didn't know about the prophetic back then. I thought, that's not true. I don't like to teach. I mean, I don't want to even be a teacher. I don't like some of my views of what teaching is. And, but you know what happened? Within a month, it was like I was fired up to teach. I was starting to teach. I was like the life of the teaching grace came on me. That's what happens. You call into existence something, call the things that are not as though they are. It's not there in Keith, the teaching grace. Now it is. Remember, Paul the apostle says, I long to come to you that I can impart something to you to make you strong. It's the same essence. I'm going to come and I'm going to give you something you didn't have before. The call the things into existence that were not there. So when you come into a church and it's bad news, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to prophesy the bad news? No, you prophesy the good. I used to think it was my job as a prophet to prophesy the bad. I mean, I, I was learning in personal prophecy to find the good, like, like this principle. But when I got to preaching, I thought, you know what? My job is to call sin, sin. Call it out. That's what prophets do. We need some real prophets. No, that's, that's not true. There's plenty of people out there calling people sin. Guys, listen, people already know they're sinners. They need someone to give them a revelation that there's good in them, that they're a saint, that they're a holy believer, that they have a purpose, and they may not be walking in it, but they need to be able to see. Even before you were formed, you were, before you were born, I knew you. I set you apart. They need to know that they were set apart. Some of them are running from God. Guys, I, I feel the fire on this. Some of us are going to get inspired by this. How far are we going to take this? Instead of looking at our national leaders and our governors and our presidents and our prime ministers, wherever you're at in the world, and saying, ooh, my government's bad. Oh, my government is wicked. Can you see all oh, through all that stuff and see, oh, you know what? I see the good in that government. The redemptive purpose of God in the government and in that leader and in that president and that prime minister. Well, they're a dictator. Well, they're a hater. Well, they're like Ahab. Well, they're like Nebuchadnezzar. Well, they're like Jezebel. Well... There were a few other prophets that were around those kind of people. Daniel was. Elijah was. What happened with Daniel? He prophesied to Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar ended up repenting. He had this long haul. He, he, he kind of went down a little bit, seven years, but then he repented and he acknowledged Jesus. What did Elijah do? Elijah prophesied doom over Ahab. Ahab repented, and then God told him to prophesy again. Go tell Ahab it's not going to happen to you now. It'll happen to your children. The punishment. Like that was old covenant. How much more in the new covenant can we prophesy? And should we prophesy? Man, I had a dream the other day, guys. I had a dream a few months back. And in the dream, there was some leaders, some national leaders that most conservative Christians would not be saying, oh yeah, I really, I wanna, I'm praying for those leaders. But in that dream, the Lord was saying, those leaders came up to me in the dream and says, hey, we need more prophets. We need some more prophets that we're going to prophesy into us. Woo, I feel the anointing on that, guys. Which one of you are just going to be the prophets that are politically aligned? I'm only aligned to my party preference. I'm only aligned to the party that I favor, the party that has the most conservative values, that has the most values that line up with the Bible. Guys, I'm all for those leaders. But let me tell you something. There's a lot of places in the world, including where I live right here in California, where some of those leaders are not serving God. They're completely against godly agenda. But it's my job as a prophet to call the things that are not as though they are. 
to see the governor as the next Apostle Paul that's going to serve Jesus, to see the president as the next Barnabas that's going to be a reconciler of nations. Come on, I'm prophesying that. Our, our president right now in the United States, Joe Biden, is going to be the next Barnabas reconciler of nations. I'm prophesying that the Gavin Newsom that's that's the governor of my state is going to be the next apostle. Paul, he's going to be the champion of Jesus' kingdom values. I'm declaring that out right now in the spirit realm. Come on, would you agree with me in prayer for these things? Would you agree with me in prayer with these things? Well, Keith, did you see that from the Lord? Did you get a word from the Lord on that? No, I didn't get a word from the Lord. I just know the way the Lord works. Woo! Some of us are like, man, I want a word from the Lord. I got a... Guys, I'm not predicting the next president. I'm not predicting the next governor. But I'm declaring over them that they'll step into their God-given assignment and they'll be, do great things for God. That's different. If I'm going to predict something, I better make sure that I know what God is wanting me to say. I'm not trying to predict right now. All I'm doing, I'm declaring. There's declarative prophecies, guys. Were you going to prophesy over your children? My children, as for me and my household, you're going to serve the Lord. What are you doing there? Calling the bones that are dead into life. You're speaking to that mountain to be moved. You've got to begin to step into this. Man, I feel the faith of God right now, guys. Some of you are, oh man, I don't know if it's the will of the Lord to prophesy good over that person. There's bad in that. But see, I told you, I see the bad. I remember watching this movie. I used to watch this movie, old Disney movie, Pollyanna. It was a good classic movie. And in this, there was this hellfire and brimstone preacher in that movie. Man, he wanted all the bad to happen. He prophesied every Sunday fierce <coughs> wrath was coming <coughs> on the people of God. And, and you know what? He had to get a revelation from Pollyanna, little Pollyanna. She was a little young girl. She's like, man, there's like 900 glad or something like that. 900 glad verses in the Bible. Happy verses in the Bible. Joy verses in the Bible. Good verse in the Bible. And, and it's like that guy, that preacher got a revelation. He got a radical transformation. And at the end, he says, you know what? My new motto is we looked for the good in people and we found it. Woo! That's the old statement that uh, uh, Chris Valentin made famous. Uh, we're looking for the gold. We're looking for the golden people. Guys, that's what it means to call things into existence. Call things that are not as though they are. It means you're looking for the gold. And then you're prophesying. And maybe you don't even see anything. Can these bones live? God may ask you, can this nation live? Can your leader live? Can your church turn around? Can your family serve the Lord? Can your spouse, can your boss, can your whoever that's so against God, can they live? And you've got you to step into the new covenant value system of the prophetic grace that there's life on your tongue, there's the power of life and death. Are you going to speak death and agree with what's bad over somebody? Agree with what's wrong over a nation? Are you going to begin to prophesy like we prophesied that America is God's chosen nation to bring healing and reconciliation to the world? That God right now is healing America, the east and the west, the north and the south. He's bringing together. He's healing the division lines, the divided lines in our nation. And he's bringing governors, he's bringing leaders, he's bringing a whole new political party, another political party that's going to rise up to the top. 
that's going to be about reconciliation. They're going to have godly values, but they're going to be about reconciliation. They're not going to operate in the spirit of accusation. They're not going to operate in the leaven of Herod. And guys, you should prophesy that over your nation. Prophesy that over na of your nation that God's going to bust the back in China of the works of the enemy because of what was released over these last couple of years. Now God has an authority. He's going to bring a radical transformation in the Chinese government. There's a man of peace inside of there, a man of peace that's going to still be able to walk in the clothing of Chinese government, but he's going to be like a Joseph. He's going to begin to shift the known world. He's going to bring a change. He's going to bring kingdom peace to the earth. He's going to bring kingdom peace. He's going to be an advocate, and he's going to actually help bring in the new day, the new day for the Chinese government. Come on, guys. Am I just making this up or promising? I don't know. I don't really care. I feel like the Spirit of the Lord's on me right now. Guys, you can test this. Test these words. But guys, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. If we start calling the things that are not as though they are, how far we can... Can you imagine we get up to heaven and God's like, oh man, you went too far with my grace and redemption. You went too far with my reconciliation. Now God can correct us. He can bring us into alignment if, if he's not going to bless something. There can be a time where God says, you know what? No. I mean, God did tell me that once. I was like, God, I pray mercy for this leader. God says, no, now is not the time for mercy for that leader. But I had been praying for them for so long. I had been learning the heartbeat of heaven for them. And, and God says, no, enough is enough. I'm going to bring justice. So there is a point, but on the judgment Richter scale of like one being like the mercy and grace of God, eight being like the judgment of death over somebody, like God is so patient, so kind, and um, he's got so much in store for leaders. Like how far, how far can we go? How far can we go in, in redemption with people? That's what I'm fighting for. That's what I'm believing for. I hope you're going for that. Guys, surprise me. Come on, surprise us, surprise us. Become a prophet of reconciliation. Become a prophet that calls things into existence that are not, that believes the best in people. Like Barnabas, he believed the best in people so much that he parted ways with the one he believed the best in, Paul the Apostle, because he was believing the best in John Mark and Paul couldn't see it. Like this was a prophet that stuck by his guns. I'm believing the best in people, even in their rough form. I'm prophesying until they become useful. I'm standing with them. I'm walking with them. I'll pastor them. I'll help be a part of reforming them and refining them. Guys, sometimes you prophesy good into somebody, God will open the door for you to be a part of the restoration process. Woo! Man, I feel the anointing on that. God will use you to be a part of the restoration process in someone's life that you can see the good in them. If you're wondering how come the doors may not be open for you to minister to somebody, it may be because you're not seeing the good in them. God, I repent right now for not seeing the good in leaders. God, I repent. Let's repent right now. I repent. We repent right now for just seeing the bad in them. Lord, forgive me. God's brought up something to my mind right now. I repent, Lord Jesus. And I bless that leader. I thank you for the great things in that leader. I thank you for the great things in, in the different church leaders and business leaders and political leaders. Lord Jesus, that I know that maybe I've gotten weary with and I've not had a sweetheart towards. And I say there's greatness in them. There's destiny in them. There's amazing kingdom opportunity that's going to happen through them. And I bless them. Forgive me for cursing them, Jesus, in Jesus' name. And I just pray the blessing of the Lord be upon them. 
right now in Jesus' name. Guys, that's scriptural. Scripture says pray for your leaders. And this, man, this has been good. This has lit my fire. I so love it. The New Covenant Value System. So guys, get that book, New Covenant Prophets. Get them in your heart, the values that God is looking for today for his prophets. Man, let somebody else know about this podcast. Share it with somebody. And let us know that this podcast has been a blessing to you. It encourages us to keep doing this, for me to keep doing this. Man, I love you guys. Have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you guys again real soon. Peace. If you've enjoyed this Emerging Profit podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprofits.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.